What's up, everybody? It's Dan Binder Boneyard coming at you from the new office. Um, I haven't done too many podcasts since the move. It's just been crazy. Um, unpacking, getting work done, trying to catch up on bills and things. It's just been out of control. And unfortunately, the podcast has suffered some from that. Just It's just so much going on. Um, so I didn't feel like I could do a real quality uh, podcast uh, the way I was just getting run through the ringer. So I'm slowly starting to get back in the groove. I'm going to start knocking these out again a little more frequently. So please uh, email me any questions or topics you want to hear about uh, at binderboneyardpodcast at gmail and uh, we'll try to get at it. Or you can reach me at the usual social media platforms, uh, Binder Boneyard, pretty much everywhere. Um, Instagram is the probably the number one place to find me. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I do appreciate it very much. Um, you know, the, the podcast was intended to be informative and informational and, you know, maybe have a little bit of fun. So hopefully it's the older stuff has helped people and uh, hopefully going forward in the future we can uh, do podcasts to help you out as well. So it is, uh, you know, uh, rainy. Actually, it's raining here for, which is weird. But anyways, um, so it's uh, been a been a tough move. Uh, if you followed along social media, you saw all the stuff I was going through with that. But uh, we are settling in here. Like I said, slowly chipping away at the workload, bringing in more work, and and knocking stuff out. So. Um, Thank you for, for all that, for following along. Um, I don't have the event calendar in front of me. Uh, apparently, it got packed um, <laughs> when we moved. and must be in a different box because uh, no event calendar. I know the Binder Bash is coming up uh, June, I think it's 16th. It's Father's Day weekend. So Binder Bash, and then sometime in July is the Rocky Mountain Rendezvous, and then uh, the Nationals is the end of August. Uh, and the Sierra Fall Rally in October. Um, so we'll be attending some of those shows. The lovely Josie will be joining me at the Nationals. Uh, she'll be riding along. So that'll be a fun trip for her. It'll be nice for me. It's always nice to have company. Those ridiculously long drives like that um, just get old, especially to the Midwest because once you get out of Colorado when you drop down out of Colorado like just past Lincoln Head <laughs> and you get into Nebraska it's just like yeah it just it, it it's so flat and there's nothing to look at but cornfields and old farms and you can't see shit from the highway because you're hauling ass and everyone's passing you and it's it just yeah those drives get old so it's nice to have it's nice to have a significant other with you on the trip. And then it's nice for her because she's never been on a, a drive like that. Um, you know, West Coast country girl, uh, hardly left the farm. Um, you know, so so if I can show her a thing or two, it, it's pretty nice. But 
anyway, so Josie will be along on that. Um, she's going to be doing a lot of helpful things uh, with with the business uh, during the show. She's going to be handing out stickers. She'll be in full pinup because um, I don't know if I ever mentioned that. She's part of a pinup group um, that helps veterans and veterans organizations. So um, she is a, a very lovely pinup. She will be in full pinup gear and handing out stickers and discount coupons uh, for the booth. So we'll have t-shirts and some other stuff um, available. So you will see a lot of uh, the lovely Miss Josie. Uh, anyway, so um, today I picked up a 73-1110 travel all. So it's half ton, four-wheel drive. Every option in the book, 392, automatic, four-wheel drive, power steering, power brakes, air conditioning, tinted windows, power back window, tow package, sway bar, all the bells and whistles. You know, the, the tow package means the additional trans cooler, uh, you know, just all kinds of stuff. The, the line set ticket that was glued to the back of the glove box was actually two because it was so long that they needed a second one for all the options. Um, so that made me think about, and I know I've covered this topic before, I, I believe I have, but it's uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about buying a truck, you know, sight unseen necessarily. Because I this travel all popped up on Facebook Marketplace at like 6 o'clock in the morning. So when I woke up, first thing I do is thumb through my phone. I have another term for it, but people don't like it when I cuss. So uh, thumb through my phone, and there was this Facebook Marketplace ad right there. It had been posted like 20 minutes before. I sent the guy a message on Facebook. I didn't hear anything. And then 45 minutes later, a friend of mine sent me the Craigslist link. And there was the same ad, but on Craigslist. And then it had only been posted like an hour and a half. So I text the guy. I said, hey, I messaged you on Facebook. I'm interested. Really want to come look at it. And uh, he's like, yeah, great. You're first in line. And uh, and then he messages later in the day. And he's like, holy shit, dude. I think uh, I either priced this under or or what. I didn't realize how many people would be interested. But... I've got a laundry list of people that want this thing. So <clears throat> anyway, which is normal. That happens when they're priced the way they were priced and all the options this thing had. It, I knew it would go fast. So I scraped up all my pennies and went in there and I looked at this thing. I knew I was already going to get it. Um, but, you know, I still gave it the once over just to uh, just to get a, a feel for it. So, you know, this was a travel all. I think my how to buy a rig podcast before we're we're centered around the scouts um so i think i'll talk a little bit about the full size stuff um travel i'll pick up travel at um the first thing the original line set ticket is glued to the back of the glove box so if you open the glove box fold it down there's little metal tabs on the side of the plastic part of the glove box you squeeze those in and then fold the glove box down the rest of the way and a lot of times the line set ticket is glued to the back of the glove box. Um, and if you go on YouTube, I have a video just demonstrating how to dig that out of there. Um, 
And that gives you a good idea of what the truck came with originally. You know, what brake group, what color it was. That's a big one. Um, different thing, 392, what motor it has, what options, all that sort of stuff. Um, so figure that out. And then, you know, that helps you decide if the rig is worth purchasing. Travel alls have real bad rust problems around the rear wheel wells, real li wheel lips. Um, and then the upper quarters on the inside is real bad. Uh, so check there for the extent of that or if there's bondoed or whatnot. Uh, then all the D-series trucks. So that's, I guess this is where I'm at is D-series trucks. The C-series travel all stuff does not have a fold-down glove box. So this is... I guess this is all D-series, 6975-centric type stuff. Um, so you will look around the windshield frame, because the D-series stuff were notorious for rotten windshields, the header above the windshield, and then at the bottom of the A-pillar on the outside where the seam pinch weld is, they always rust there. Um, open the hood, the inner fenders... The, like where the hood hinges, that's a good place to look for rust. Um, and then if you stick your head up between the front fender and the and the tire and look at the kick panel, floor area, cowl vent, um, that's another area to look for rust. Um, so that's those are the big rust areas uh, in the back, you know, the bottoms of the cargo uh, cargo area where the spray tire goes and where the um, fuel tank is those are those are um, trouble areas to look for as well and travel alls you know check the back window see if it goes up and down it is a power back window there were some that were manual roll-ups those are very rare and they're almost always broken because um, guys end up forcing them and just strips the gears out so uh yeah, check check the back window. Sometimes it won't work on the switch on the dash, but it'll still work with the key in the in the lock itself. You just turn the key, you know, counterclockwise, and the window goes down. Or uh, I want maybe it's clockwise and it goes down. But uh, check that out. If the window doesn't work, you know, keep that in mind. Um, the travelettes use the same back doors as the travel alls, so you know check the operation of them, check the locks, make sure they work. Um, poke around under the seats, under the floor. Sometimes you might find money and goodies like that. Uh, never know what you're gonna find. Sometimes, um, and then start looking at chassis. Things like that. The The full-size trucks usually got the shit used out of them. Uh, lots of heavy towing, stupid stuff. Guys way too confident with their half-ton travel all and their 20,000-pound Airstream. So check, um, you know, leaf springs for if they're S-shaped or broken springs, especially in the front. For some reason, internationals like to break leaf springs in the front end. So check that. Um, check for any new stuff, new brake lines, new brake fittings. You know, if the, if the seller doesn't know much about it, try to do a little CSI on it. Um, check the shocks, 
make sure everything's tight. Make sure it just looks like it's in the appropriate position. Um, look at the exhaust system. You know, if it's on flat ground, grab the the drive line. See if you can't wobble it around. See if it needs U joints. Um, check the little if it's four wheel drive. You'll check the little intermediate shaft between the transfer case and transmission. Those are notoriously worn out uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why. Just movement between the transmission and transfer case seems to wear them out. Um, you know, the exhaust is a good thing to look at while you're under there because uh, sometimes they'll have nice tailpipes, but then you get under there and realize the muffler's got a bunch of holes in it or you'll asphyxiate to death. Um, wait, asphyxiate. <laughs> and die, I guess is the term. Um, that sort of stuff. I know this is all day one shit, but you get you get tunnel vision. You walk into a, a new rig, potential purchase, and all of a sudden you're you know Peter Pan. You're just flying around the thing, and all you can think about is taking the old lady camping or you know whatever you're gonna do, and and you kind of lose track of what to look for. So. Um, you know, and obviously the, the checklist gets deeper, the more expensive the asking price is, you know, a $1,500 travel all, you don't have to really give it too much thought if it runs and drives great, you know, um, you know, if it's 15,000, that checklist better be 125 points and, you know, it better be worth it. Uh, so check the exhaust. Yeah, uh, the other things while you're under there, look at the floors. A lot of times, the the rubber floor mat or the carpet will cover um will will cover the floor, and you you can't see it. You know, the only way to peel the floor back on the interiors is to remove the kick panel or the I'm sorry, the sill door sill, and then peel the carpet back. And sometimes it's hard to do. You know, you're trying to do that shit, and sometimes the seller doesn't want you to fuck with stuff. So, you know, if you can get under the truck and look up at the floor, sometimes that's a, a good enough, um, you know, indicator of, of what the floors are looking like. Or the rust, just general rust condition. Um, but, you know, as you're poking your way around, check the front end. If it's four-wheel drive, look at the springs again, U-bolts. Um, ball joints if they have them or trunnion bearings if it's closed knuckle see if it's if those big you know knuckle balls are leaking if they're super weepy super greasy um, check tie rod ends just grab a hold of everything see what wiggles see what doesn't um, you know and then while you're under there look at the bottom of the motor is the oil filter 100 years old is it fairly new how leaky is everything how do hoses look freeze plugs is it, you know, in need of a bunch of motor work? Or if they claim to have motor work done, does it look like they did? Is stuff clean? Is, have bolts been turned? New hoses, whatever. So, yeah, give all that a look. And then, uh, you know, electrical stuff. That's, hard, that's a harder one to look at. Just check the fuse panel for blown fuses, uh, which is inside the dash, uh, the glove box. If you open the glove box, the fuse panel's right there. Um, check for blown fuses. Check operation of things. And again, if it's a thousand dollar truck, I wouldn't sweat burnt out bulbs or blown fuses. If it was a ten thousand dollar truck, yeah, I would. 
look at why you have blown fuses. Um, you know, and then of course the drive, take it for a drive if you can, how the brakes work, how's it steer, any weird sounds, clicks, pops, bangs, knocks, you know, whatnot. Give it a good, give it a good feeling. Um, the full-size trucks, especially on the original springs, are very soft. Travel alls are softer than pickups. Some of the pickups still ride like forklifts, but travel alls, if they're on stock springs, they are wallowy, heavy pigs. Like you corner, you corner them, and you got tons of body roll. They just, yeah, they're not performance cars by any means. They don't handle for shit. So. So the, a rolly travel all is, is pretty standard. Um, the pickups, they ride like pickups. Um, you know, so just uh, keep all that stuff in mind. And a lot of this stuff is, uh, you know, no-brainer type stuff. Uh, you know, just open your eyes and look. But like I said, you get all tunnel vision about the rig. You get excited. You know, it happens... All the time, it happened to me several times, it's just a thing, you know, you get excited and forget to look at stupid stuff, or you take it for a short drive around the block, you don't actually get to see what it does at speed, you don't get to hear, uh, you know, drive shaft vibration, you don't get to see death wobble or the wander of a Scout 2 at speed, you know, so really run it through its paces, uh, you know, if you're going to be spending a lot of money. So, you know, that's... That's really kind of the high points of D-series trucks, you know, when you're looking at things like that. I, I guess other things you can factor in is if it is missing parts, if it is like, oh, well, you just need some tailgate straps or something, um, maybe double check if those parts are even available, if they're, you know, some on eBay or the parts sellers have them. Um, because some of these guys, they assume that parts are available or they know they're not available, but they try and snowball you into thinking that it's no big deal. Um, you know, like when people say, Oh, I haven't done the, uh, you know, radiator hoses yet because, uh, you just haven't had time when really they just haven't done them at all because they're lazy. You, know, you don't fall for the the uh, oh yeah that's easy to do or that's easy to get or i just haven't got it you know but you can go down to o'reilly's and buy five of them right now like you know you can't don't fall for that stuff um you, you know you got to ask yourself why that thing's not done why you know if it's so easy why the guy hasn't done it and a lot of times it's another reason um but anyway so that's that hopefully uh hopefully that helps you out a little bit um, see if I can't come up with some more topics this week and we'll cover some other, other things. Uh, so, uh, going to cut this one a little bit short. Uh, thank you everybody for, um, listening, tell your friends, like it, subscribe it, all the platforms really appreciate it. And, um, until next time I'm Dan Binder Boneyard. Boneyard.